Here's a message from Ken Lavica. We focus so much on QB1s in the NFL, but what about the poor QB2s? And when may we might see these QB2s with the NFL season just over two weeks away? Coquel, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. When are we going to see some quarterback changes? Now that we have QB1s being named, when are the highly anticipated, the hot product, QB2s going to see action? As we get into the final preseason game, we have what they call in the business some clarity. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. It's Friday, so bleep it. Let's just do a show. We're coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the sticky and unbearable Intracoastal, uh, and uh, of course, in the legendary Phillips Point Towers. And by the way, I want to thank everybody at Phillips Point uh, for the sixth floor in the 92 degree heat parking situation because I left my lunch in there, and now it's going to uh, it's going to perish in the heat. So thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Happy Friday. What is it? What is the lunch? Uh, I had some yogurt in there. Oh, uh, I had a protein bar in there. That's, that's probably melted. done as well. And uh, what else was in there? Uh, I've got some some peanuts and uh, some some dried food. That'll be okay. But the yogurt done. Done. The up. protein bar done. So thanks, Phillips Point. Appreciate it being relegated to the sixth floor. So let's jump in here to the QB twos. Okay. You don't want to get into foods that sit out that we enjoy. Rank them. Power rank. Draft them. I mean, come on. Bologna sandwich at the beach with mayo. I like it warm. I, I'm just saying. I sense an electrical standings coming. So uh, we we have some starters. Jameis Winston, he's QB1 in New Orleans. We had a feeling that was coming. It's directly uh, in line with what we were talking about, about whether or not it's okay uh, to root for Jameis Winston. If you think it's not okay to root for Jameis Winston, well, too bad, Saints fans, because you're sort of forced into that now. You are going to have Jameis Winston as your QB1, and that's not a surprise, Kokel. We sort of knew that that was coming, especially after the second preseason game and what he did uh, against Jacksonville. It was just a complete... It was a complete domination, and uh, Taysom Hill was not going to overtake Jameis Winston. We also know that Andy Dalton is going to be the starter in Chicago. Matt Nagy made uh, that announcement last week. Chicagoans love Justin Fields, but we're going to have Andy Dalton in Chicago to start the season. Teddy Bridgewater is your QB1 in Denver over Drew Locke. So Teddy Bridgewater gets the starting job, and then we look at New England. Where yesterday, after practice, despite a week 
of New England celebration over the practice habits and the practice performances of Mac Jones because that region, that area is so invested in the guy that looks like Tom Brady that they desperately want him to uh, to be the quarterback. Here is a tweet, and I think this says an awful lot. This is a tweet from uh, Rex Hannibal, and of course, uh, this is going to take forever to load up. Rex Hannibal, who is covering the Patriots and has been doing so for the uh, the vast majority of training camp, he's uh, with WEEI, a Patriots writer. Ryan Hannibal tweeted, practice has ended and the entire offense is in a circle around Cam Newton. That to you, Coco, you former high school head coach, you former on-the-field uh, you former boss on the gridiron, when you're a week before the season or, or a week and a half before the season's about to start, certainly the week before or a couple of days before the final exhibition game, when your offense is gravitating around one particular guy who happens to be the quarterback that's generally your starter, right? I would think so, unless he got bad news from upper management and you know that happens sometimes, and you just want to console that person. Yeah, I don't think that that's probably what it was. I think that he was uh, giving uh, leadership and and the guy that everybody has probably been made aware of is is going to be the QB1. And of course, in San Francisco, is it Trey Lance or is it Jimmy Garoppolo as they go into their final preseason game? But I think it's worth discussing which QB2 is going to see a start first. Now, we cannot prognosticate injuries, and we're not going to wish injuries upon anybody. But I do think that it's worth discussing because all of these quarterbacks we just mentioned, Teddy Bridgewater, Cam Newton, Andy Dalton, these guys are probably working on a clock. They're probably working on a placeholder clock, okay, to young guys that are behind them. So for me, the QB2 that's probably going to see the action first because I think that pressure I think that outside pressure is going to play a role is probably Justin Fields. Because that Bears offense under Andy Dalton in the preseason looked anemic. And in Chicago, you have uh you have the in Chicago you have a situation where Matt Nagy, he's on the hot seat, I think. And you have an offense that was supposed to thrive under him and it doesn't thrive and it hasn't thrived. And now Andy Dalton had a really tough time in preseason. You have the athletic rookie quarterback, probably the most athletic quarterback the Bears have ever had in franchise history, and people are pining for him. Make no mistake, there is going to be, if the first two weeks don't go well for Andy Dalton, hell, if the first week doesn't go well for Andy Dalton against the Rams, then there is going to be vociferous calls. There already is for Justin Fields, and that's why I think he's going to be the first QB2 to become a QB1. Who do you think of the QB2s is going to start first this season in the NFL? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. I think it's Justin Fields again because in Chicago, that pressure is building. There is a Justin Fields bubble there that is about to burst. And uh, Coquel, I really think that there is going to be a short leash on Andy Dalton because it's not just that there's pressure to put the young guy on the field, but there's pressure to keep your job if you're Matt Nagy. Plus, he's just Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not excited. He does nothing for me as a quarterback. I thought, when where was he, Dallas last, right? Yeah. 
Like, it was end of the career. You're just hanging on. You're going to be a backup someplace. And he was not, formidable. No, but in no place in my mind that I was like, oh, man, he's going to bounce back and be a QB1 somewhere. He's going to be a QB1 if Justin Fields gets hurt. Like, that's what he should be. Yeah. Or if they feel Justin Fields isn't ready, but after, like, three good throws in practice or running once that Andy Dalton can't do, Nagy's going to be like, well, I like you were about to say, I need my job. Mm-hmm. This guy's exciting. This guy resets my clock. Bye-bye, Red Rifle. So, I guess, does does Justin Fields indeed reset the clock of Matt Nagy, or if things go poorly, does that mean they expedite the process to get rid of him before he potentially damages Justin Fields? How how does the Bears' front office handle that? Because that's two-sided. I, I, I think that that happened uh, a bit with Joe Philbin and Ryan Tannehill, where they were like, oh, God, this is not going well with Tannehill. We definitely don't think Philbin's the right guy for him. Uh, and the Dolphins made the decision, we need to go out and get someone that is a quarterback maestro. Back when we thought Adam Gase actually knew how to coach football and brought him in to to maximize Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I mean, Matt Nagy's the offensive mastermind who hasn't masterminded much on offense for the last couple of years, but I just think that in that city with that pressure that is a perfect storm to see a week two or a week three starting debut for Justin Fields but let's through go through the quarterbacks uh and and who right now has the starting job so you've got Andy Dalton you've got presumably presumably Cam Newton you have Teddy Bridgewater in Denver you have Jameis Winston in in New Orleans. These were all question mark quarterback competitions coming into the season, and now we know the answer to those quarterback competitions, and you think that Jimmy G is going to get the edge over Trey Lance. Trey Lance has done his best work against backups and third stringers in the preseason. They're splitting starting reps now in practice. Of all of those guys, the one you trust the least or the one you think has the least upside and the one you think is the least dynamic is probably Andy Dalton, right? Dalton, Bridgewater, Garoppolo, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton, right? Like, Dalton stands out above the rest. Yeah, the other guys, you you can get excited about something that you don't know is there yet. Because even Brissett, we kind of know who he is, but we knew who he was pre-injury. Now it's can he reclaim that glory of where he was starting to go in his career before he got hurt. Dalton, you know what the upside is. And he's probably not going to reach the – he's on the other side of the mountain where some of the other guys, like Jimmy G, we still don't know what he is. You know what I mean? And we talked about last, that was a. I think that was our whole show topic. Is basically what is a guy like Jimmy G? We don't know yeah. what he. We is. don't know. We str- we don't know what he is yet. He's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, Dalton. We know what he is. Like Dal- Andy Dalton's Andy Dalton. And don't you dare play at night with Andy Dalton because you're gonna lose. You're gonna take that L. He does not play football after dark. Which QB two is gonna debut first as a starter this season? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six on Twitter at ESPN West Palm, where we have a poll as well. Now, make no mistake, New England is going to go all out to make sure they find any excuse for Mac Jones to start week one against the Dolphins. So much so that I present to you Scott Zolak, former Patriots quarterback who was on 98.5, the sports hub, yesterday. Now, Scott Zolak also handles color analyst duties for the Patriots as well on the Patriots radio network. And Scott Zolak, his reason for Cam Newton and his struggles... I present to you some thinly veiled racism. I turn off the rap music, first of all, because I think it's distracting for Cam here. Because in between every throw, he's dancing. 
I did see like, I did see Karen Garigian of the Herald tweeting about that as he took the field. He's doing it in between drills. You're saying, yeah, he, he, yeah, he makes a throw and then the music's still cranking. I know you can hear uh, faintly in the background here. I think it's distracting for you. No, it's when they play Bon Jovi. That's yeah. like the only. Thing. No, I'm kidding. Um, but he can't help himself to where Mac looks like he came to work again. Like he's here to work, and everything's attention to detail. I can't, but that. But, but again, is Cam that? What, what well, is I was going to say, is that atypical? That none of this sounds this atypical for Cam. Yeah. Nothing different. Yeah. Okay. Nothing different. Well, that's what he does then, right? I mean, so yeah, I, I, I would. It would be to me. It would be more noteworthy if he was doing something that was out of character. Like it sounds like he's doing all the same stuff, which means he might be first through the drills, which I don't. Which I don't like. I don't like it all. By the way, we got a tweet from Brady, and I think this is a good point. You said yesterday, so you would be pissed if Cam worked with the ones today. And Indeed. Now, yes. So so why so why the change of heart? Um, because I think they need to take a hard look at him. I think it's decision. I think it's decision week. Really, like just because what happened yesterday, I think you need one more look at Cam, just to say, you know what? I I need I need confidence in my decision. I'm going to go with Mac here. I need to see that Cam didn't take the five days off serious. That he came out. He's still jacking around. Um. Just looks like Mac came to work today, and he didn't. So you like, kind, so you're kind of with me. You still think it's going to be Cam. I do. I he hasn't needs- lost the job yet. They are so desperate. And again, 98.5, the sports hub. They are so desperate to get rid of Cam. I'm mad at you. You lied to me. Why? You said thinly veiled racism. That was racism <laughs> in your face. <laughs> there was nothing thinly veiled about that. I mean, seriously, the rap music is distracting Cam because he's dancing between reps. That means that, that hippity hop guy wasn't yeah. ready for work. That was in the same neighborhood as hip hop culture thug like that that was that was in that neighborhood i mean how much how much football meatballism could you have possibly crammed into that minute 35 from scott zolak good lord man if the patriots had like andy dalton as their qb1 right there's same same guys and baker mayfield was the backup who i know is dancing during practice and doing fun things oh look at that energy Baker's here to play. You know what the guys like at Huddle? They love Baker's energy. Uh-huh. They want to be around him. Yeah. They play better. Yeah. Oh, Andy Dalton, oh, he looks tight over there. But Baker, man, he's loose. He's dancing. But when it's Cam, come on, Mr. Hippity Hop. You can't do that. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, so man. So New England, like I said, they are going to pull out all the stops to try to uh, convince everyone that Mac Jones needs to be the starter. I mean, this is a guy who is associated with the Patriots. He represents the Patriots franchise, and he's saying Cam Newton, former league MVP, he's distracted by the rap music. They need to shut off the rap music because he's dancing too much. He's not coming to work. So does he want any music off or just rap music? Probably just Cam's rap music. Uh, So, again, which QB2 is going to debut first? Is it going to be Mac Jones because Cam Newton is distracted by the hippity hop? Is it going to be Andy Dalton who loses his job to Justin Fields? Is Fields going to be the QB2 who debuts as a starter first because his head coach is under so much pressure? Is it going to be Taysom Hill? Because Sean Payton really, really thinks Taysom Hill can be an NFL quarterback and Jameis is going to be on a short leash. Who's it going to be? Which QB2 is Trey Lance going to be the starter over Jimmy G by week three? 
Where is this going? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Let's check out that aforementioned Twitter poll where your options are Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, or the proverbial other. And right now, Justin Fields at 49%. 49% for Justin Fields. And again, I think that's fair. I think that's in line. Uh, Andy Dalton, if he were to be distracted by music in practice... Do we think he listens to, like, vaudeville? Like, come on, my baby, come on, man. Then he's, like, dancing and twirling around and throwing in- incompletions. Like, I, what, is, what do you think Andy Dalton listens to? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What type of music does Andy Dalton listen to? So we're talking about a guy in his early 30s, right? Uh, early to mid-30s. Andy, he's not that old. He's not mid-30s, is he? He's early 30s, right? Andy Dalton's age is. Let me look it up. Yeah, I, I may be, I may be dating him, but uh, you know, 33, 33, redheaded 33 year old Andy Dalton. What music does he listen to? <sighs> is he angry? He he doesn't come off as a metal guy, right? But I also don't think that he's a pop guy. I would be shocked if he was a hip hop guy. Like he almost strikes me as like an old school Guns N' Roses guy. He's Guns N' Roses, right? There's an article that says Andy Dalton, the Bengals, listen to 90s rock music and pop music. <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. So, they were playing Come On, Ride the Train. <laughs> Come on, ride the train. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Andy Dalton. What, what, is, what is Andy Dalton's favorite band? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Because some reason, Semisonic comes to mind <laughs> as well. <laughs> To be fair, we're not the only ones judging him because this article blames him, and then Andy Dalton says he, he didn't do it, but all his teammates still blame him anyway because of the way he looks. Uh, so we're doing the same thing. They play Andy. jock jams. I can see him rocking a jock jam. So do you think Do you think that Andy Dalton, when he's driving or for – I mean, that would be, he's made enough money. He doesn't need a CD player in his car, right? But he might have one. He might. All he right. might have one in his truck. So fine. He's got a pickup truck. A hypothetical. Okay, so maybe he's even doing the old school disc man with uh, the with the, the, the little – cassette recorder and he plays it off of his uh his disc man uh, what cd does he have just a car full of jock jams is he going back to like the uh the early 90s and mid 90s with jock jams because andy dalton i pegged him for a guns and roses but i can see a world where jock jams is what he listens to and gets distracted by in practice cam newton listens to way too much hippity hop according to scott zolak that's why he's struggling in practice andy dalton is he listening to too much Ride the train. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I've done some investigative reporting. And okay. by that, I mean I Googled and checked on ESPN.com. Andy Dalton listens to Christian rock music before, before oh, games. How did I not? How? All right, I'm mad at myself. So, Jars of Clay. Like He's a Jars of Clay guy. I don't know the band he listens how to. How did I probably. not? even go into that place that was so obvious of course a 33 year old redhead loves christian rock uh have you ever been and this is a a bit of a side note have you ever been driving and you want to listen to music and uh you you just sort of scan and you're going through the the fm stations and it lands on a song you're like bro this kicks a little bit i like this and then it's like 93 won the cross like oh yeah. what that's that was christian rock 
They got you. Uh, they got me. Jesus. That's well, good for you. You needed in your life, and God found you. Jesus, you work in mysterious ways. Jeremy Camp is great. I've rocked who is out that? there. Oh, Walk by Faith? He's a Christian guy. I don't rock even guy. know who that oh, is. Oh, he's great. I have no idea. I d- I've, I've never committed any of those to memory, but I do know I've been hoodwinked a multitude of times by Christian rock. Because, man, they make it so non-Christian-y. My son likes this guy, D1. He's a rapper from Louisiana <laughs> who used to be a teacher, and I'm listening, and then I realize, like, Oh, every one of these, he's a Christian rapper. And I was like, every song, he just got further and further and, and deeper into the message. I was like, I see what you're doing uh-huh. here. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Okay. But my son likes it. It's better than other stuff he could be listening Have to. Have you ever been duped by Christian rock? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Have you ever been tricked by Christian rock? On your radio. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is top damn notch. Want to know why? Because Dr. Jim Reardon is top damn notch. He's been doing it for 22 years. You are going to get in there and get an education and you make of it uh, what, what you want to. You're going to get the base knowledge. You're going to get the full feel for the sports industry and what you are striving to get into. And there are so many students that have come through there and done great things, whether it's with the Dolphins, whether it's with the Florida Panthers, whether it is with the University of Texas, whether it's with East Carolina, whether it's with the Palm Beach County Sports Commission. I'm naming all of those things, and they sound specific, and that's because I know people who have all gotten their MBA in sport management and gone on to jobs with those teams, with those organizations. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, and you sign up for spring semester classes right now. This is for you right out of college, or for this is you who are looking to change a career, you have a family. You can take these classes remote. You can take them on campus in Boca. The professors are in the sports industry. This is firsthand knowledge, and this is a program that is nationally and internationally renowned. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA sport. That's fau.edu slash MBA sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, QB2s that are going to start. QB2s that are going to start first in the NFL. We have a Taylor Heineke sighting on Twitter. Taylor Heineke uh, gets the start. You remember that he came in and nearly saved the day for the Washington football team against the uh, Buccaneers in the playoffs. So Mopey Face says uh, Taylor Heineke is going to eventually overtake Fitz Magic. He may be the perfect protege. Like Fitz Magic, maybe like Taylor Heineke setting up for his career. Like, just follow me, kid. I'll get you how to be the exciting guy people like for three games and then forget about and then love you for three no. games again. Like it may work out perfect it underneath could, them. But here's what's gonna happen. As soon as Taylor Heineke gets the job from Fitzpatrick in like week six or week seven, Ryan Fitzpatrick's gonna do what he always does. Oh, I didn't see this coming. I, I was so shocked. I went home and I sat in the dark and I don't know what's next in my career. The dark is scary. Like I'm like Ryan Fitzpatrick last year. I'm here for Tua. I'm here to be a guiding force. Hey, Tua, you're going to start. I didn't see this coming. I was so shocked. My beard is so thick. <laughs> the dark is scary. I don't know why I keep saying the dark is scary. You said I'm scared of the dark or something, but eh. No, I, I said he sat in. I sat in the dark. Oh well, the dark is scary. <laughs> Dude, wait. How old are you when you st- when you uh, cashed in your nightlight? Forty two. <laughs> 
actually, I still use it. Because my son like, needed it. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I guess you can have it. Uh, but but which, now I leave the door open in the bathroom with the light. <laughs> which QB2 will start first this season or leave the closet light on? 888-760-3776. Closet's scary. It's got one of those. You know what? In, in Florida, because you don't have basements and everything's inside the house. Yeah. It's got one of those holes that I don't know where it goes to. Uh-huh. I even put tape over it because I was like, I don't know what's in there. I don't want to know what's in there. And I definitely don't want it coming out because I know it's a monster. Everybody knows. Everybody knows where the monsters live, and that's the closet. I don't want to see him. You keep that closet light off. Which QB2 is going to start first this season? Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Justin Fields? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is it going to be uh, Taysom Hill? Is it going to be Taylor Heineke in Washington? Who knows? Drew Locke in Denver. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett with the Dolphins. I Thank you. Dave Hess also tweets that, too, at ESPN West Palm. Thank you. Which QB2 is going to uh, uh, make his debut first? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. want to thank Mike Heinslayer for uh, tweeting uh, the Andy Dalton music story. I'm going to peruse this, and we're going to dive into Andy Dalton and his music preferences how did I not guess it was Christian music? Oh, yeah. Also, uh, a, a topic that I also planned for the show as well, not just Andy Dalton's music. What's more important this weekend, reps or rest, as we get into the final preseason game and look forward to the start of the NFL season? He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. We're going to play for a $50 Stormhouse Brewing gift card later in the show. So stay here. We're live on ESPN 106.3.